You are listening to Comp My Pod. This podcast in no way reflects the views and opinions of any travel corporation or entity. This podcast is strictly the opinions of the commentators. Welcome to Comp My Pod. My name is Derek. I'm joined by my co-host, Sarah. Hello. So, you're joining us for a very special bonus episode, all dedicated to Westworld, one of our favorite shows. Yes. We will be talking about every episode in Season 1, in anticipation of Season 2 coming out soon, at the end of April. And we will obviously be discussing lots of spoilers, so if you haven't seen season one or you don't remember it and want to rewatch it before season two rolls around, you might hold off on listening to this episode because we are going to take a bit of a deep dive into it and go over all of our thoughts about Westworld and, and its amazingness. Yes. We are dedicating this entire show to it. Like I said, it is a bonus episode, so we won't, you won't have our typical hospitality shenanigans yes. this week. We are doing this as, I believe, our third bonus episode. Yes, our we, third. We had one before for Game of Thrones. We had one for Star Wars. And now we have one for Westworld. Yes. So it's a little bit of a divergence. It's a fun time. Yeah. It's going to so, be great. We're excited. Yeah. So what are we drinking, Derek? All right. So this week, Sarah has arranged something very special for us to drink in honor of Maeve, our favorite madam. Uh, what What is her title? She's the madam. The mat. Yeah. Um, of the Mariposa. She She manages the whorehouse yeah. and the horse. And the so horse. she sits it's a around. Big job. Somebody has to do it. Yeah. There's a lot going on. At least that's what she does in episode one. Things progress quickly with her throughout the season. <laughs> yeah. But, um, she has a lot more potential. Yeah. When she hangs around at the bar, she drinks sherry out of these beautiful little petite sherry glasses. And Sarah arranged to get us a couple of different types of sherry to sample on the episode. And she even has sherry glasses. So we feel fancy as fuck right now. And we will post pictures of those on our Instagram and Twitter for sure. So check that out. All that can be found on CompMyPod.com. But um, Sarah has tried Sherry before. I have not. So I'm going to try it for the first time on the air. But before I do, I'll give you a quick overview of what we're looking at here. The brand that we're drinking is called Wisdom and Water. Sarah got two different kinds. The first one is a Fino Sherry. It's a more traditional dry sherry and I thought it was pretty cool because I was reading about how it was made and they basically trap it under a layer of yeast while it ages so it kind of gives it more of a unique flavor that tastes uh you know more like they said like fresh dough and almonds and Mediterranean yeah, like herbs and stuff so typically. so I'm excited to try that uh so that's the first one that we'll be drinking the Fino and then she got us another one that's a cream sherry that we'll be trying later in the episode because, I mean, why not? And um, this one actually has a pretty cool little story. Um, in short, it's called a cream sherry because, long story short, the back in the 1800s, a lot of traditional sherry came in through Bristol, a popular port in Britain. 
and it was nicknamed Bristol's Milk. So, a lady, I forgot who exactly she was, anyway, some lady tried this new kind of sherry, and it ended up being called cream sherry because she declared that if that's milk, the traditional, then this is cream, uh, because it's more, it's darker, it's sweeter, it's... It, they said that it's, like, heavier and thicker in your mouth. Yeah. That's what they said about it. But there's no actual dairy in it. But right. anyway, that's a quick synopsis of why it's called cream. So, anyway, if you were at all interested in something that really doesn't one, have a lot to do with Westworld. Yeah. But whatever. Well, it kind of does. We're off on a good start. She drinks it. out of it. Yeah. The cream sherry actually is a really good mixer also for cocktails. Oh, that's yeah. That's what they use to mix cool different types of cocktails with it so. good to know yep. kind of like an amaretto or something kind of like heavy and syrupy yeah kind of thing. so they would use it for i guess for like a base mm-hmm. for i don't know for whatever whatever, whatever yeah. cocktail that you would want to mix with it maybe rum would probably mix well with it things Ooh, like that maybe all right so i'm excited to try, yeah, it, let's try uh, it especially because i haven't had a drink all day so i'm even more excited yeah. um so we're trying the fino sherry first It's, um, no, it's not bad. I mean, it's it's definitely not whiskey. It is wine. Sherry's a type of wine. I like it. It does okay. have a high alcohol content for wine. It's like 17%. Uh, the Fino, anyway. The cream, what'd you say, is like 21 or something? 20%. 20%. Yeah. So, I mean, that's I like not, it a lot. That ain't Good. nothing for wine. Yeah. Um, I actually really like it. I see why Maeve is programmed to drink it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thanks. All right, and I'm sure I'll butt in later on when I pour a glass of yeah, the other Yeah, we're going to pour a glass of the cream cherry <laughs> later, so we'll maybe talk about that. Don't worry, it won't take long to get this glass empty. So. No, it's almost gone. <laughs> it's like two Yeah, it, they are like tiny little, they're cute, but they are yeah. tiny quantity-wise. Like, they don't. Yeah, sherry's especially really for us. sipping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I drank like half of it in the first gulp. But yeah, we shot it. Whatever. <laughs> we drank yeah. it like a shooter. <laughs> we are classy bitches. <sighs> All right. So, moving on from drinks. I'm, ex- I'm excited about the drink. Thank you for putting that together. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to go through some topics about the show and kind of bounce, uh, bounce ideas and thoughts off each other. And, you know, we'd, of course, love to hear what you think as well. So feel free to tweet us some responses to our opinions uh, at Caught My Pod. Or you can always fill out the contact us page, uh, contact us form on CaughtMyPod.com. But jumping right in, Sarah, what's what's the first thing you want to touch on with Westworld? So I just thought that we could briefly discuss the original movie. Mm-hmm. By or it's actually based I, on a screenplay by Michael Crichton. I think a lot of people don't realize that too. Like it, mm-hmm. it didn't initiate or it wasn't initially a you know an HBO series or whatever. Right, it didn't just come out of nowhere. Right, yeah, it's not an original by Jonathan Nolan. <laughs> right, situation. I mean, as much as I love them, they didn't come up with all this on their own. So, <laughs> but um, have you seen the movie? I haven't. You haven't seen the Is movie. it any good? It's very good. It's, is it? I love the movie. Is it like sci-fi-ish? It's kind, very... Kind of like the show? It's very sci-fi. Or, okay. Yes. It's, it's cool. very sci-fi. It's, it's typical... Oh, shit, I should have watched it before this show. It's typical <laughs> Michael Crichton. Well, I have it if you want okay. to borrow it, and I can give it to you okay. before you leave. But um, it's typical Michael Crichton fashion, just like the Jurassic Park mm-hmm. series. 
it's just a bad to worse movie. It starts off with, you know, the ooing and aahing and everybody's happy mm-hmm. and having a great time, and then it turns into running and screaming, just like nice. the, just like the Jurassic Park films. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's really good, and if you look at it, the movie was made I think in 1975. I think is when it came out. So. <laughs> You have to view it through that well, prism, yeah. also. Yeah. But for its for its time, it was very progressive. Yeah, just kind of like the cool. Star Wars movies. I mean, it was very I... progressive for the time that it came out. I mean, they spent a lot of money on this movie. Mm. There's uh, a lot of they spent a lot of money on the way that the hosts view you. So as the hosts gotcha. are looking at you, the screen pops uh, up, pops up, and that's how they see you. Like nice. they can see things like an infrared. They, they don't have the same vision that we have, so mm-hmm. they're looking at like a digitized version of you with like qualities and with stuff, qualities or likes and, and dislikes or whatever. Gotcha. Okay, That's awesome. I mean, even yeah. even looking at Especially that, like back in the day. It now it's yeah. just it's cool to see. And I kind of wish that they put that in the show. Yeah, I really do. Because well, I've often wondered, really like cool. in the show, because they they do such a big. Uh, they make such a big point out of making the host seem like they're human. You know, they're full of right. blood, so to speak. And yeah, they, these hosts are not. They can be the gutted or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're not like machines per se. Yeah, the hosts in this so, in the movie are machines. Gotcha. Yeah. I love, speaking of machines, I love our, uh, if you check out our custom logo for this episode, the very top is the horse running. Yes. And our she awesome our job. awesome artist, yeah, she has it like where some... It, you can see in between the skin or whatever. And yeah, you I told see her the... I wanted it to be like an almost made yeah, horse. It's awesome. Yeah, she did so. an excellent job. We'll actually post her information yeah. also. So yep. if you guys need We've... any work done on Fiverr, please go to her. Yeah, she's, she's great. incredible. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I definitely need to check that yeah, movie out. I feel unprepared now. I should have totally watched that for this episode. I don't know what I was no, thinking. No, no, it's fine. So what, the way that I suggest watching this, because supposedly from what I've heard, which I don't, really know that this is true so everybody listening out there please correct me if i'm wrong about this but i've heard people say that the show is actually a prequel to the movie oh okay so the way that well it you, sounds like things escalate correct, fast in the movie if they escalate I fast mean, and there's there's a bunch of other worlds in the movie so okay. there's roman world in the other movie and then there's future world cool and future world actually became a spinoff TV show sure back not. in the 80s huh. from this movie, but it didn't do well. Yeah. I think it only made, I think they only I mean, had a few episodes. To hold up. But I would love to find Future World. Yeah. I would love to find those episodes but, I mean, and watch them. To hold up on TV, like, they weren't going to pay for that then. show. Yeah. yeah for, for what it needed. Then. Oh my God. Yeah. But I'm hoping that Future World, that we see that. Because well, this yeah. show has been, this we show's only... been projected for five seasons. Cool. So they've got five seasons, like, concepts written. And I'm hoping that we get to go to oh, Roman world and future world. I mean, really we, we we've only got a hint at another world, which is like I don't know samurai world, samurai world guess, or whatever. Or yeah, Chinese world or something. They just barely touched on it in the finale. The finale or the one before that? I don't know. But anyway, the at finale. the end of the season, it was in the finale. But yeah. um, and we don't even know if they're even going to do that because it looks like to me that Ford enjoys making things and then just kind of being like, eh, yeah. I don't want to use that right now. Yeah, <laughs> let's wait. He's, and he just kind of keeps his little toys and right. doesn't play with them for a while. Yeah. It's very strange. He stays busy. We'll talk about Ford. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, my, I suggest that you watch the show first and then watch the movie. Okay. Watch season one and then watch the what? movie. If I'm you, halfway if you're there. Interested. All right. Fun. 
So, yeah, you and you mentioned something, too, uh, just, I mean, we're like, I don't know, 12, 13 minutes in, I'm already going to, like, divert off, but uh, you mentioned something about the movie being so great for its time. The other day, I watched um, 2001 A Space Odyssey because oh, it was yeah, celebrating it was so its, its 50th anniversary this past week, so I read this article about it, it got me all yeah, jazzed yeah, about yeah. it. Um, and I rewatched it, and oh my god, that movie! I know. Like fifty years ago, the visuals in that so movie—I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, so it's beautiful. you know, it's like a has work of has art. nothing to do with this topic of Westworld, but go check that movie out if you haven't seen yes, it. Yes, so. we could like do a whole podcast on that. <laughs> yeah, or on Stanley Kubrick. I ended up so speaking yeah, of which, there's an awesome deal on iTunes for uh, it's a seven pack of Stanley Kubrick movies because I was gonna Shut just up. buy. Um, I was just going to buy 2001, and it was like $17, or for yeah. like 40 bucks, I got seven of his movies, cool. including that one, so I'm like, yeah. Where'd you find that? iTunes. Oh, sweet. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, go to iTunes, people. <laughs> yep. All right, so, what's what's your next topic that you want to touch so, on? So, yeah, so the next topic I wanted to touch on was just some central themes. I'm all about themes and mm-hmm. finding the themes of what I'm watching and finding out what they want to actually tell you. Right. Like, what's the point of making the show? Right. right. Like, what are you trying to say to me? Right. Because I feel like a show like this, you... Yeah, that's pretty. So, I'm... Sorry. sorry. Uh, I'm, <laughs> Derek's pouring the cream sherry right now, and yeah, I just that didn't take it. long. That looks exactly it's like the one too. that yeah. they drinks. Yeah, it's, it? it's a lot darker like and yeah. very nice. It's pretty. Okay. I want to see. One I'm sec. Like, we're going <clears> to <throat> drink this. Yeah. Ooh. That is... Oh, that is good. That's like nice. I'm I think to try that one. I think nutty sums it up. Yeah, it's nice and it is thicker and it's <clears throat> it's smoother too. I like it. All right, sorry. Nice. Um. So no, that was great. Uh, <laughs> so a couple of a few of the central themes that I picked out and Derek, you cut in whenever you want or if you think that I'm wrong or if you found something different than what I found, please interject. Oh, bitch, I'll tell you if you're wrong. I'll flip this table. <laughs> But, um, so agency, suffering, consciousness, and responsibility in creation are the That's your four big takeaways? That what do you mean by out. agency? What, um... So it would be agency of self. Okay. That's what agency means. So, like, self-realization. Right. A- okay. Agency of yourself. Like, we all have agency over us. Mm-hmm. I'm in control of myself. You're in control of, of yourself. No one's controlling us. Right. No, no one's I've, like you know programming us to do anything or or forcing us or making us do anything. Whereas with the hosts, they're literally <laughs> being programmed. Totally, yeah. yeah. They have no agency over self. And I think all. that's that is definitely the theme is is consciousness, realization, finding you know, overcoming. I guess the autonomy and becoming a self realized personality in that process. I think the show did a great job at at explaining that when they explained the bicameral mind, which is, you know, uh, an old theory uh, or a psychological theory that early man, when, you know, like, you and and I have thoughts, internal dialogue that that we think to ourselves. Absolutely. All the time. Yeah, like right now I'm thinking, I can't wait to drink more sherry. Right. Not necessarily saying it out loud. So <laughs> While you're doing this podcast. Yeah. Yes. So, the bicameral mind theory is one in which 
early man heard those thoughts within themselves and attributed it to a higher power. They didn't think it was them, necessarily. So the whole process of eventually realizing that it's not God speaking to me to drink this sherry because I enjoy it so much, but it's me wanting it and, and drinking it of my own volition, that process of becoming self-realized is really right self-aware yeah is really the 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 whole theme of season one i think and i I think the show just does such an amazing job at just nailing it and i mean they really do and i I love the whole thing about suffering also because mm -hmm. there's a theory by fyodor dostoevsky where he believed that suffering is the only way that you will lead yourself into full consciousness yeah. Self-realization. And they touch on that in the show a lot, too. They touch too. on it a lot like, in the show. I mean, actually, the man in black straight up says that. Yeah. He, he straight up says the only way that... He said when you're suffering, that's when you're the most real. That's when... he said that to? <laughs> he said that to uh, Lorenzo, the villager that yep. he was, like, trying to get info from about mm-hmm. the, maze the maze and finding the center and all that. Um and, you know, Lorenzo's complaining because he's suffering, obviously. And obviously. and he, he says he says to the host, <laughs> as, you know, a robot, for lack of a better word, an AI, he says to that thing, when you're suffering, that's when you're at your most real. So he realizes yeah, he, the, he gets it. the importance of it. And He and, also brings it up again when he killed Maeve and her daughter. He brings it up again mm-hmm. that that was the most real that he'd ever seen one of them was when he killed gotcha. Maeve because whenever he or when he thought he killed Maeve he killed her daughter mm-hmm. in front of her and then she carries her daughter out you know of the house mm-hmm. and is just so distraught and upset and he's just like standing there like stunned mm-hmm. and he's like that's that's what I want like that's what I want to see all the time from these things right. I want want them to be alive. Well, and I think, you know, arguably, they move toward that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think... And it's through the suffering. Dolores Dolores certainly achieves it. And um, I think Maeve arguably achieves it. There's some some doubt on that that we'll talk about. Yeah, we can get into that. But, yeah, like, I, I I think it's fantastic. And I think it's something that you can apply to your own life, too. You know, it's not... Just about robots or AI. It's about you know understanding yourself and your thoughts and Absolutely. your mind and and being able yeah, to yeah and who you are in your worldview yeah because like I'm a Christian you are not I'm a, I'm in between maybe an agnostic yeah maybe you kind of fall more in that kind of we haven't really talked too much about that and that's fine but <laughs> but like my worldview is going to I wouldn't more say I'm around, I'm like a no. hardcore Christian no yeah well obviously I'm not either but I mean. My worldview is going to be formed around, you know, right that that, pivot, that pivotal, you know, yeah, that's your cornerstone thing that I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And then yours, of course, is not because you don't, yeah. don't you don't fundamentally I, believe that the way that I do. Right. So it's going to be different. Mine would probably be more like being rational and logical and being a good person in absence of of, of power of well of the threat of punishment, I guess. Sure. Um, yeah. but I don't know. That's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> but, um, I think, like I said, I think the show nailed it. I think that, you know, when you're suffering, it's when you 
remember the most. I, I mean, yeah. you know, like I had, I had yeah. a good, I had a decent day That's today, a good point. right? I didn't suffer that much. But I'm not gonna, really I'm not gonna remember today a year from now. Yeah. But had I, you know, if somebody makes you angry or upsets you, yeah, you that for days and days, if not longer, <laughs> I hold long, on to it. We hold grudges. <laughs> yeah, if not on my deathbed, yeah, right. I don't. I don't forget yeah, <laughs> that that's stuff. So true. And and I think that's a good point. Ber- yeah. Bernard made a great point speaking to Maeve. He said, "Your memories are the first step to consciousness. How you learn from? How do you? How can you learn? How can you learn from your mistakes if you can't remember them? Exactly. And it's right after she asks Bernard to delete the memories of her daughter because it right. was causing her so much suffering." And, you know, that's like her cornerstone that her character, mm-hmm. her personality, her mind is built on. And he's like, I, no, I can't do that. You yeah. won't survive it. And he makes, he makes a great point that, you know, I, that I think is true for all of us that you can take grief and suffering or hardship and you can either learn from it or you can, you know, fall victim to it. Right. Um, so I think, I think the show did a really good job with that. And I think, I I just, I don't know. I just love how they present it in such a narrative way. Everybody can take something from it. Like everybody can watch this. Everybody literally can watch the show. Oh yeah. And figure, you know, these things out and take something. If you want to watch it, it on a base level and just see the sex and violence, you yeah, can do that. Great. If you want to watch it and really read and into really it like we're doing it, right like now, do, you yeah, can do that. You can do that. Yep. And that's really what makes a good, compelling show. I think. I totally agree. Yeah, they've done a really good job. Fun. Alright. So what are some of your favorite, like, do you have like a favorite, favorite character? Or do you have like, I, favorite characters? So I'm there's just, so many characters that they throw at you. Like, there it's are. It's hard to really like pick one out. I'm conflicted on this. I really, <clears throat> I would, I would say Maeve because I know, yeah, that's where I swing. I think but it's I like, think she like is such a badass, but then she's also trying to process this grief and suffering and this realization that her whole world is not what she thought it was. And I think yeah. that's a great storyline. I, I think if I had to, like, with a gun to my head, if I had to pick one, I think it would be Dolores, just because of the finale. I think. The way, yeah. I, honestly, I didn't. So she's played by Evan Rachel Wood. I didn't think Evan Rachel Wood had the fucking chops to act to pull this off. She acted a the shit out of the finale. Of she did a great job. That yeah. oh my god, when she like she's, she's done a great job since the first episode. Yes, I mean, yeah, I think so. But like this, the subtlety but, of her character, the facial mm-hmm. the expressions um, that she the, made. Yeah, yeah the, everything. You can just look at her and see the internal monologue going on with her, mm-hmm. and when you know shit really, like, hits the fan and, and ramps up for her in the finale, like, I, that is probably the best acting I've seen on TV in the past in couple of years. Like, I mean, it just blew right. me away. Yeah. So I think, I, I think favorite character would certainly be Dolores. She's maybe not the most fun, but she's... Yeah, she's not the most she's, flashy or Yeah, the most she's not like the man in black, yeah. you know, doing shit, <laughs> shooting doing people shit, and whatever. Draining people's blood. Yeah, trees. she's not Maeve, you know, <laughs> yeah. doing her thing. Fucking with, Hector uh, I, burning down Ted. <laughs> yeah, to go to hell. Like, damn. Yeah, that was, a, that was a fun scene. Oh, God. But, um, which that whole scene, just logistically, I'm like, how 
probably going to burn themselves and be okay. Or, like, fireproof, too. Like, and, I mean, because yeah. not a lot of time passed, and then they were, like, fine. You know, they had wounds or whatever, but, like, I don't know. I guess they, like, dip them back in that. Oh, maybe. The plastic. I guess it's. That's not plastic, nice. but it's yeah, like that polymer or whatever. We haven't figured out what that stuff is yet. Yeah. I'm hoping that they get more into that. It's like too, synthetic but. skin. I mean, whatever it is. But yeah, maybe they just dip them back in that and send they them could. Back I mean, <laughs> that would make sense. God, I want to be dipped in that. Right. Jesus. How do we get some of that? Where do I jump yeah. in that pool? Yeah. Because <laughs> now's the time. Now's the time before this gets any worse. <laughs> yeah. Being preventative is is. <laughs> What let's it's be, all about. Let's be proud. Right, right after, let me, <laughs> right after I'm all up on my high horse about being, like, self-realized and whatever, I'm all, like, vain, like, ugh, I gotta get all this shit fixed let's on my face. preserve this <laughs> yeah. right now. Oh, That's my God. Hilarious. Yeah. Who, I, who's your favorite character? I don't have a, a favorite character. It's too hard for me to narrow What if I down. got my gun out and held it to your head? And, probably, probably Ford. It, it would probably be Ford. And it could hurt you, unlike the guns in Westworld. <laughs> Ford? It, it really? Probably, That's interesting. Why? Yeah. Because he's probably the most... And I, I don't know if I had a hard time, like, getting a good read on him or if he's so complicated that I couldn't... He's just so I couldn't grasp yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, I I had I had a hard time with him. He was almost... He was there, but, like, he... Like, mentally, he always had, like, a shroud around him. I couldn't yeah. figure him out for some reason. And I'm... A relatively smart person, and I never could really figure out his motivations and stuff. And yeah. just when I thought I had it, everything flipped on its head in the finale. So I'm like, wh- yeah, why, why, why Ford? Like, what do you think about Ford? I think Ford to me is just—he's just such a like—he's almost like a father figure, I guess, in a way. And I—I I feel like that he. At one time, and probably still does. I, I think that he still does. But I think that at one time, he had these, like, good and noble intentions. Or maybe he didn't, and now he does. I think that's more likely. I think that... I think at first, he wanted first something he innovative, and he wanted, wanted to become famous. and great yeah, and fun. In the park. And then, whenever Arnold discovered everything that he discovered and talked to him about it... Right. Ford was like, okay, well... We've already created these things. Right. Like we've already done this. Which lends into the the responsibility and creation theory that I have. Right. Because he kept like rolling Fran- them back. It's, it's like the Frankenstein theory. Yeah. Where I've created this, okay, so I am able to control it, you know, that's all I can do. Like, yeah. I've, I've already created it. I can't, For, I can't Ford, just destroy um, it. Like, I, I can't do Speaking of controlling it, he does have one of my favorite quotes when he's... Speaking to the little boy that I guess is him, him. that yeah, he, he created, mm-hmm. and he he holds up his finger and makes a rattlesnake stop mm-hmm. moving like instantly, yeah. and the little boy like you know freaks out or whatever, and he goes everything in this world is magic except to the magician, mm-hmm. and I love that quote. That was probably my favorite forward moment yeah. <laughs> with him. He has a lot of good moments. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he is very complicated and difficult to figure out. And he's easy to pigeonhole into the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But he's not the bad guy. Just like the man in black isn't technically the bad guy. He's not. This is going to be one of those shows where it's going to be difficult. So are On they... the surface, you may think that they're bad. But once you get to those layers underneath, yeah. who's, who's really bad? Who's, who's really the bad guy? Was Arnold really the bad guy in all this? And Ford was the one that was trying to save these things? Because that's more along the lines that that 
I view what really happened. Or did Ford see it as saving humanity? Because he knew, like, if they all became fully conscious, that it oh, would obviously yeah, threaten would destroy humanity. everything. Yeah, sure. So maybe Ford, a, Ford saw a, it as his a responsibility. Of the population. Yeah, well, back to what you said. Maybe Ford yeah. saw it as his responsibility of creation. Yeah, you yeah you're take, exactly you right. You have to yeah. take care of whatever you've made. You can't just... You can't you let can't, it loose one, on the you world. you can't abandon it, and two, you can't necessarily destroy so, it. So, what was his motivation in the finale when he let Dolores kill him and become... So I feel like that that's self-realized like, right, so when that's she pulled what, the trigger on her own. Right. So that's that was his like, that was his goal all along. Just like with the conversation that he has with Bernard right before he goes out there to basically get killed. Yeah. And he tells Bernard, you know, that you needed this time. You needed this long to come to this to kind of like level uh-huh. of consciousness that that you're on to now. simmer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I couldn't I couldn't just do what Arnold but wanted. But did he just, just have you? But didn't he hinder you open it? and you know aware, self aware, right then because you weren't old enough. It's just like with a child. But didn't he you hinder baby, it by rolling him back so child, often? And... You raise it. You teach it things. You know you can't just toss a kid out into I, the world. I don't I mean, know. You have to you he, know, nurture it. He purposefully you know made them forget things. He he kept them. Well, he from, made them from forget, experiencing he that made suffering them that the, created the suffering, but but but, but that's what the reveries we know that they're not going to necessarily forget the suffering, right? But that's a is that a bug or a feature? You it's know? a feature. I mean, it's a feature. I guess in I guess in the end you realize it is. It's At first, you're not that, sure. It's a feature yeah. that he took credit for, but it's really something that Arnold did, right? But I guess he, at that point, allowed it to, to begin to happen. Because he thought, okay, well, now it's time, and now they're old enough. Yeah. I mean, because the park's been open for 30-something years. Right. So you figure, okay, these things have been alive for 30-something years. Right. I They've that he thought in his, been killed in his and mind, fucked and everything so many times. Yeah. Now it's time I gotcha. for them to, yeah, I guess, wake up or whatever. Well, that's working out well for him. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, but, but I can't, that goes, I can't the, wait for season two. But that goes along the lines <laughs> of, though, do you think that it was him that got killed, or do you think his host got killed? Because he See, was making a host yeah, in his little lair. It <laughs> his very, little lair that he has. He was making something. I think it very so. well could have been his host, because the whole point of it was, it wasn't for him to die. It was for Dolores to choose to pull the trigger on her own, Correct. instead of how she Being was programmed, programmed to, to kill it. Arnold. Mm-hmm. And I think that Letting her overcome that in her mind and make that choice. That's right. the point. Because so, she was dressed as Dolores. She yeah. wasn't dressed as Wyatt in the pants and the in the shirt. She right. was dressed in the Dolores pretty blue dress right. whenever she did that. So, so I think I, that's I, important too. I think that I think that's a great point. And I and you know, I, are they really gonna get rid of Anthony Hopkins? After one season, you know, I, mean, I don't know. Come I, on. Haven't, I haven't seen really many leaks. I know that there's well, been some leaks of like cast and who's been cast, but I, I don't. I'm know sure they're keeping him like top secret. Again. I mean, because if if he's yeah, on or not, if he comes back, then you'll know that it was a host, right? So. Or you might think it's you know flashbacks or something in season two yeah. to whatever, but. That's lame because they do like to do that. They did it in season one. They did some flashbacks. A little, yeah. I mean, they well, did. Well, they did because they had two storylines well, going at once with the man yeah, and William. I don't so. really consider that flashbacks, though. <laughs> I consider that, like, parallel storylines, which was another great yeah. story, story yeah, technique. that was awesome. Um, and I think, well, I know you're going to ask about least favorite characters in a minute, so we'll save the man in black. We'll, we'll, we'll save that. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, what else you got in the meantime? 
So, what are your, like, what are, do you have, like, a favorite episode, or do you have specific moments Um, of episodes that you liked the best? There's a lot of good moments in the show. I, um... I mean, I have a favorite episode overall, so that's why I wanted to ask you. My favorite episode would probably, and... This is going to sound so cliche because it's it's such an obvious pick, but it'll probably be it would probably be the finale just because so it's much happened, the storyline yeah. progressed so fast, so so, so many well. things wrapped up and made started to make sense. Yeah, and it it did a good job at not leaving you hanging, but like wanting, but it left you wanting more. Yeah, and I think it was just a great finale. And like I, I said, too. I think it's I think it, it was, was very well acted, especially by. Um, Evan Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel yeah. Wood, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I started to say that. I'm like, Evan? Is, is that, that right? her name? Okay, yeah. The, sher- <laughs> the sherry's kicking in. Here we go, folks. Have some more, my friend. Have some more. <clears throat> but, you know, beyond that, I, I, I think that, you know, Yeah, there, it was a really, really, really good episode. There was this great uh, part in the finale that I liked where um, Ford is talking about the park, and he describes it as a prison for our own sins. And, yes. you know, that's at that point, years later, that's how he sees it. And that kind of gives you some insight into into his mindset his mind, at that yeah. point. That he's aware. And, he's you aware know, it was, it was open to be an escape for tourists to come and, you know, have no consequences, basically. Right. Boundaries. And, you know, yeah, boundaries. Mm-hmm. Live without boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think he, at this point in his life, sees you know, a deeper evil in repressing consciousness. And I think he's really feeling of bad about it. things that are alive. Yeah. Doing these things to things that are alive. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think... Him, and that's a whole debate within itself, is whether or not they're alive. Well, I think, yeah, yeah well, that's the whole point of, of calling them conscious or self-actualized or whatever. I think at that point, you have to argue that they're alive, that they are living personalities, even if it's not biological like you or I. But they are kind of biological. <laughs> they are in that show. Than yeah, to be. yeah. Because the man in black, black brings that up to Teddy, where he says, "I opened you up once, you up." Right. Which I think he's opened Teddy up a couple of times. Right. He said, "You know, you used to be beautiful. Now you're all blood and guts, right?" And gross. And I could see that so. from him as like an industrialist, as a you know, a man of. Industry. Of industry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, opening up a robot and a seeing... of industry. And that's see, what he says about yeah. himself. <laughs> seeing... I could see him opening up some really advanced robot and seeing all the mechanisms and calling that right. beautiful. Hell, I would, too. That's yeah. amazing. Well, yeah, that scene I with mean, Bernard and Dolores, when Bernard... Or Arnold, actually. When he oh, first makes her. Mm-hmm. He very first makes her, and she is all... And she's, like, half and half. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I fucking love that. Mm-hmm. I want somebody to cosplay that shit. <laughs> That'd be good. Figure out a way to. You can pull off a Dolores. That's you're blonde. Yeah, I could totally. Do. Well, I had to get some you extensions some for extensions. a wig. Yeah, because yeah. my hair's too short. But yeah, get you a blue dress and yeah, I don't know a little the, her little belt that she wears. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. I don't know where it's the hell you curly, go. Curly you could you thing. could wear it to work at the hotel. Yeah, I could just walk around. <laughs> it would be fine. I could walk around downtown. I've, I've pretty much <laughs> stopped. You know, paying attention to the dress code at the hotel. You should, too. Um, we all should. Once like, they implemented it. we can wear jeans, all bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nobody cares Exactly. <laughs> I I mean, I've been wearing, like, tennis shoes and shit. I'm like, I'm working all night. Nobody sees me. I don't care. No one cares. If they do see me, I'm probably kicking them out because they're ridiculous. Don't Okay. This is not about hospitality this week. Sorry, folks. 
This is about Westworld. <laughs> oh, gosh. So my, my favorite episode <sighs> actually is yes. um, Trace Decay. That's my favorite episode. Okay. I absolutely... I think you told me about this, or, or you love, touched on it. I love... It was like, what, eight? It's or episode something? eight. Yeah. It was near the end of the season. I absolutely love, 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 love. I love everything about that Give me a refresher. Episode. Like, what happened? Why'd Just, you love it? Because that's basically where everything happens. That's where we figure out that the man in black is William. William is the man in black. Okay. That's where we figure everything out. Like, let, let me ask you about that just for a second. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that for a second. When did you figure that out? Did you figure that out before that episode? Yeah. I did, too. I yeah. figured it out pretty quick. I think I remember arguing with you about it. Even after that episode, if I remember correct. No, I might be thinking of Game of Thrones. There was something... Oh, sorry. Sorry, folks. I'm thinking of Game of Thrones. When it's discovered that... Um, oh, I don't know if I should talk about Game of Thrones spoilers. Anyway. We can. It's fine. With, no, they might not have watched it. So, anyway, there was a big... There was a big... No one cares. For Westworld, there was a big reveal in Game of Thrones that somebody that... That somebody was somebody else, put it that way, was former royalty. Ah, uh, gotcha. And we I argued agree. about the validity yeah, we of that. Like, no. I'm sorry. Like, no, not not, not about the man in black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. My bad. I don't know what we're talking about now. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So bad, anyway, another yeah. bad divergent. Mo- but moving on. Um, so yeah, I but I, that, I, I did think we're on like episode three or four. Yeah, like, I was pretty clear and that we were you, dealing with two separate and timelines. Rewatching the seasons and knowing it, Confirmed you see it even more. Like it's they did a really good job at like splitting the storylines and, like, making you think, you know, that um, that you were watching one show when really you're watching two, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, two separate, yeah, And the only thing that I really didn't love about the whole split storyline thing is I don't feel like, and I guess they couldn't do much, but I don't feel like Anthony Hopkins changed a lot, like, between back in the day and present time or whatever. Or, well, was, we or was he ever back, seen back yeah, in the day? we weren't flipping back with them. Like, everything you okay. were seeing at Delos was now. Okay. Except for a few of those flashbacks where they did the age regression. Gotcha. On Anthony Hopkins. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. All that other was... I gotcha. See, it's still confusing. Like, this show is... Now. It's deep. <laughs> yeah, you have to pay attention. Yeah, you do. You can't, like, play Candy Crush and watch this shit. You <laughs> <laughs> speaking from experience? <laughs> yeah. Every fucking day I get something on Facebook... <laughs> Sarah wants you to play Candy Crush with her. Yeah, give me a life, damn it. No. I need them. Buy them. (laughs) (laughs) I have. Or get better. (laughs) Get better. Damn it. Anyway. So, yeah, I... I figured it out, I think, around episode, like, three or four. Because I remember me and my husband arguing about it. Because he was like, no, that's, that can't be. And, and then it was. And I was like, confirmed. <laughs> I get great. I get to choose the position tonight. <laughs> Bend over. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, do you listen to Howard Stern, by any chance? I used to, I, I used to oh, actually yeah. watch his show when it came on TV, but oh, okay. not, that's been a long time ago. That's so. been a big that's been theme. That's been a big thing time. on Stern lately. I listen to it like he's only on three days a week now, and he makes like a jillion dollars at XM. But um, yeah, I didn't even know he was still on the air. I listen to him three days a week, and <laughs> one of his whack pack crew is a straight guy and took. Uh, one of those uh, things that you were just simulating uh, up his bum. And there's been a lot of debate about that. And and I'll give it to him. The guy, he's like very sexually progressive. He's like, you know what? It feels good. It it 
you know, it was fun. It was it's fun to experiment. You shouldn't have hang ups. It was a whole thing. Anyway, another digression. We can talk about things like that on another podcast. Sorry. So sorry, mom. Moving on. <laughs> so who are you happy to see die? Was there anybody that you were like, yes, that motherfucker um, <laughs> deserved that shit? <laughs> I wouldn't say happy. I and it could be host. I actually, I actually kind of felt bad. Like at the end when uh, they, when the hosts were like going through and they got their hands on machine guns for the first time. Oh, and great! They just like had so much fun with it because they never had that before. Or was this his face whenever and she shot that thing? Yeah, she like, she's oh, like, yeah. Did she I mean, see what that just did? It's like that it gave her an amazing. orgasm. But then they were just like were so casually just shooting everybody, and I, I like legit felt bad for the security guards for some reason. I mean, they're just like trying to get by, and you know, they think that yeah. they signed up to basically just guard, right. well, guard the park like from crazy tour, kind of like we do, like yeah. kick people out if they get too yeah, nuts or whatever, whatever. Which I don't know what that would mean in that place, but. Yeah. Suddenly, well, they're I mean, they facing down get, these AI like, well, super might, machines. They might get, like, you know, terrorist threats and things like that. Just like yeah. Disney does. It's just like Disney World. But they just got mowed down. Them. So, oh, right. I don't know. They're not... I wouldn't say they're my... my <laughs> That I'm happy to see them die, but... No. Yeah. I, I was sad to see them die, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess my worst... The worst death that I hated the most was... Teresa... Yeah, um, I just she hated. was such a bitch. <laughs> but was she? I don't, I don't think know. that she was. Maybe I'm being unfair to females in power. I don't know. I don't think that she was at all. I think that she was just just trying to do her job and just do what she was there to do. Yeah, which is to like ensure the safety of the guests and make sure that these fucking things don't well, go nuts. I mean, I mean that's what she was there to do. In hindsight, maybe she had a point. <laughs> Exactly. That's I mean, why they that's, go there. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I hated to see what happened to her. I really hated to see what happened to Elsie. And I still wonder if Elsie is maybe still alive. Yeah. Or if maybe that was very that, unresolved. I don't know. Or if maybe the host that Ford was making was the host of Elsie. That's a big theory, too. Yeah. Because I don't she's know. Miss, quote unquote missing. She's not a confirmed death. But would he go to trouble to. Go make to an LC? Yeah, I mean... I mean, yeah, because she would be an important person to have in there that, that he could control and make mm, her do things to the host. I see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you would want some inside guys. I mean, they had that one guy on the inside. I'd be inside. surprised if he didn't have those anyway. They had but. that one guy on the inside that was a host that fought Clementine. Other than Bernard. Yeah, yeah, true. And that was a host. And he served his purpose quite well. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, it's... A definite. I mean, if I was bored, I would certainly have, you know, a whole lot people of on the inside. Yeah, yeah, all over the damn place. Yeah. yeah, watching that only reported to me and all that. Or like, doing. and yeah, and there was um oh, and his family that he built. Like mm-hmm. they don't like the man in black walked in on him, and you know he he was about to get his ass beat, and Ford stopped him because mm-hmm. now was it the man in black? No, no, Bernard. it was Bernard. Yeah, it was, it was early not, on. Not sorry, the man in black. yeah. yeah. Um, Don't and confuse Ber- the listeners. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Bernard couldn't stop them with the typical voice commands, and he started yeah. to freak out, and, yeah, you know, Ford like, for can, and yeah. I think, you know, if I'm in Ford's position, I'm going to have those things everywhere that only listen to me. I mean, not everywhere, like, to where it's noticeable, but... I would have at least one or two I, in every department. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Watching and... And, and even if you, pro- even if you program them to fake 
stop whatever. Like, if they hear a voice command from anybody else, like, to fake it, I think that's fair. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that <sighs> that's... I think that that's actually probably what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I think that we're going to discover that more and more of these hosts, humans that you thought were humans, are going to start to come out. Right. Fun. Yeah. So let's talk about Loops. Are we going to talk about least favorite character? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about least favorite character. I'm sorry. Who You want to talk about this so bad. Who's your least favorite character? I, I, I don't know. I didn't... I did not love the, and if you hear that on the mic, I'm pouring my third tiny glass of sherry. Um, but he filled it all the way to the top where it's like overflowing. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like one of those, one of those real classy people that takes a glass of wine and just fills it to the rim. To the rim, me too. Yeah. I'm going to stick a straw in it. But it's still, I mean, it's, it's maybe like four ounces or so at the most. It's still tiny, but it's cute. Yeah, and it's I, I see why Maeve, you know, sips it. She don't. She can't get too drunk off of it. She doesn't. If she paces it, she herself, like shoots it. Oh, well, like, true. Look. True. That's right. I'm surprised she's not like, give me a bigger glass, assholes. Well, All right. I've got a bigger glass <clears throat> if you want one. Back to no. It's fine. I like the fancy glass. I do too. I like fancy stuff. Um, my least favorite character. It, maybe not my least favorite character, but my least favorite storyline. I don't. And yeah, probably, that's a good thing. What's your yeah, storyline? They'll probably yeah. flush this out in seasons to come. So I'll give them that caveat. But I feel like they didn't do a good job at explaining how William got from young, wide-eyed, you know, fun William open to, you know, learning new things and open to adventure or or actually kind of shy, but open to adventure. To the grizzled old man in black that's like, you know, bleeding people dry for information and, you know, on this obsessive quest to find something that he's not really meant to find anyway, as we come to find out. The center of the maze is, you know, the it's an internal thing that they sure. go through. Uh, to to become self realized, so I I feel right. like the maze is for the host, not for the human. Right, the <laughs> maze is host, yeah. It's so. an it's it's That's not a literal maze. It's not for you. Yeah. This isn't there's for not you. yeah. Right. There's not a literal maze out of no. made out of like Trump's <laughs> walls at the southern border. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, but. I think that that's probably my least satisfying storyline, but I... Really? I'm really... Okay. I'm surprised by I, that. I liked this. I liked the spin, and I liked the reveal that, oh, the man in black is, is really William, yeah. and that's neat. It's cute. Great. Yeah. But I want more. Like, And I think they'll do more. I oh, mean, yeah. I think they have to. But I think they really need to flesh out that storyline. It's probably the most thin right now, in my yeah. opinion. Like, how... Yeah. And and it did a little bit in the finale when it, you know, talked about, or when Ford and, and William talked about how he owns the majority of the park now, William does. And, you know, and I think if anything, if nothing else, that shows how, like, obsessed he is with the whole damn thing at this point, which right. is also strange. And it's also, I think, limiting when you talk about, like, self-realization and, you know, Owning your own mind and stuff. I think he's so like obsessed with that car. Yeah, I think he's limited himself in his life and not seen 
truth. But but I will say, like in the finale, when the hosts come out of the woods and one of them shoots him in the shoulder, he's, happy. he's so happy. <laughs> That's the first time we've seen him happy. Yeah, the whole he was thrilled. Time. He was like, finally, I want. Yeah. Well, that's what he tells Dolores. Remember, I want you to fight back. Yeah. In the very first episode, this is what I want. I want you to fight back. Mm-hmm. And my theory of him dragging her up into that barn, of course, everybody thinks he took her in there and raped her. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's true. I think he took her apart. Probably. He's not. He's over that. Yeah. He's over the surface yeah. things that these black hat men go into the park to do. He, that's right. not what he's there to do. He's, he's been there, there, done there. To yeah. rape and kill and no. Exactly. Like he keeps saying, I want a deeper, there's a deeper meaning here and I'm going to find it. Right. And I think he took her in that barn and took her apart. Right. And I think <laughs> that's what he did. The other thing with him too, um, that I think would help explain that and that motivation is if they flesh out, you know, what happened after his first visit. Like, you know, what happened between him and Logan, mm-hmm. what happened with the sister that he was yeah, supposed like, to, Logan's sister Logan? he was supposed is to marry. Is he on the horse naked? Like, what's right. going on? <laughs> so, I think answering those questions will help help you learn, like, what led him to drag the horse in the barn or whatever. You know, like, what's guiding him? What's motivating him? What's his life been like? I, I'm genuinely yeah. interested to hear about that. He talks a little bit about it in the Trace Decay episode with Teddy. Uh-huh. He does, he, he told... It's very telling. He tells you quite a bit that his wife killed herself. She overdosed on pills. Mm. And the wife... Somehow I totally missed that. The wife is obviously the one in the photo that Abernathy finds. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Abernathy is the one that finds that photo of his wife. So do we think that's Logan's sister? We think that that's Logan's sister. Yeah. So she's the one that kills herself. And now he has a daughter Mm. also. Because he says... So is that how he he got... He talks about his, his daughter... I bet that's that how I he have, got I have a beautiful the daughter. money. So that's how he got all the money okay. because whenever he puts Logan on the horse and sends him away, before he does that, he gives him this big long speech and says, "When we go back, I'm taking over the company. I'm telling your father what a shitbag you are and that you're you're not stable and that you right. can't handle it and everything's going to be mine." I mean, he basically tells him that. And do that's we what do happens. we think she really committed suicide then? That's what he NOD? says. Yeah. I mean, you're having to take whatever he's saying but he's as so of fuck- now. Like, that's the thing. Like, you don't know I how mean, long ago it was. Like he was very distraught and upset about it. True. And he's And he tells Teddy, he explains to Teddy how he's not the same man outside of the park. Mm-hmm. Because Teddy asked him, gotcha. you know, did you ever hurt them? And he was like, no, you know, no, never. Like, I never, I never right. did any, you know, anything to them. So he was probably the William that... We saw mm-hmm. originally, you know, with his family, mm-hmm. with his wife and with his daughter. He's probably, you know, that way. But then his obsession probably mm-hmm. just... It's almost like a gambling obsession over. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you just keep visiting the casino. You just keep, you keep looking going, for keep that going, win. You keep, keep, keep looking for that high. And there's no yeah. telling what his, what his wife was thinking was going on. Right. You know, like, she's thinking he's, he's going into this park fucking and fucking, fucking robots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God. Like, how fucked up is, is that in a marriage? <laughs> Like, True. It's bad enough if you're if your husband's cheating on you with a real woman, but he's cheating on you. I don't with know. A robot? Would it be worse? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I buy that. I. I well, think, yeah, because the robot will do whatever he wants. It's never going to tell him no. Yeah, but I think from a like, <laughs> so if, if I had, to, how can you possibly compete with that? I would rather <laughs> get cheated on with a, an AI, like a really advanced, hot AI that'll do anything that they want than, like, with a human. I think would I would... Would you? Because then they're 
they're probably never going to want you again. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I You're think, never going to be good enough after that. I think that I'd be more emotionally crushed if, you know, I was cheated on, like, with another person. I, I could see, like, just going off to have sex for fun with well, something yeah. that doesn't matter. No, I hear you. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I, that that's why I love that episode so much because it's very, very telling about his personality and what he's been through, and it really explains a lot of his motivations and a lot of why he is the way that he is. Right. I mean, he basically tells you, this is why I am the way that I am. Right. Apparently, that's his cornerstone. You want to talk about cornerstones? His cornerstone is his wife ODing on pills, mm. and this pretty much okay. like set him... I think that, that that made it, he probably feels guilty. He probably feels like a lot of that was his fault because he was in the park all the time and probably very, very distracted and mm-hmm. he's working all the time. It's just kind of probably like the tropey, typical, oh, my husband's always gone and working all the time. And because he was so distracted, he wasn't paying much attention to her. And then she did this horrible thing. Right. And... I mean, I can't imagine the guilt. I'm sure that he feels very, very guilty. But then he's distracted himself with, he's just like completely 100%, just, I'm just going to be in on this then. This is going right. to be my new, like, love. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we don't even really necessarily know that if he really loved her fully to begin with. I think that he always or if loved it was Dolores. more of like an arranged yeah, thing it's for kinda, convenience, it's like, to get in. that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I think that because... Again, in this episode, the Tracy K episode, you see where he does, where after he sends Logan away and whatever, and he makes it back to Sweetwater, he sees Dolores again. And, and this time, she's, you know, in the blue mm-hmm. dress. So they've reprogrammed and her. And he's all disappointed at that and she point. she has no idea who he is. Right. So that's when it clicks in his mind. Yeah. This that was a great scene. This is a fucking robot. This is right. not a human woman. This is not a real woman. I can't be in love with this thing. Right. So I think at that point, he probably did go back and probably did fall in love with her and marry her and have a family with her and I know that. do everything that yeah. you know, he was supposed to do. That, supposed and, to do. I, and I'll say that was a really well acted scene on his part. It really know, was. Because he really looked crushed. Oh yeah. I mean he was really in love with her. Yeah. He really and was. then when the, like, the other man pick, picked up the can <laughs> that rolled away and handed it to her and she just acted brand and new just and just like, like oh, oh thank you so much. Yeah. And I, yeah he yeah that was sad. Yeah. Maybe that's what it broke was, him. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> it was heartbreaking. Maybe yeah, that's but, his cornerstone. But, but the whole time that I was, like, watching the their interactions and their... I think that their storyline is the one that I don't like the most. Be, mm. Because it's just so far-fetched. Mm-hmm. It's so just... It's so... Like, um, well, yeah, at that point, why would he stay obsessed with her? Like, why... Or... Did it grow in? I guess it grew yeah, into like a bigger obsession. Why would you over a robot? Yeah. Like, not knowing who you are anymore. Well, you I know think, that she gets reprogrammed. I like, think that. Over it. I think that I was mean, maybe the catalyst that grew into the bigger obsession of how can this happen? Yes, exactly. I want to understand more. I want to know. Yeah. Why she I want to know the deeper levels of this exactly. game. Yeah. Which I get like that. I can understand. But what I'm talking about though is that like I don't. I did not buy into. I guess I didn't by what they were feeding me as far as, like, him being supposedly as intelligent as he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He knows what the park is. This isn't a farce. This isn't a thing where Logan right. shoves her up under his nose and plays her off as human or anything. Like, he knows this is a fucking android or whatever right. the fuck she's supposed to be. She's 
you know, quote unquote, not a real girl. She's not human. Right. And then he falls all in love with her. I don't know. I just think it's very tropey. It's very tropey. Like nah, it was his, it was his first time. He was I mean, young. Like, Come on. <laughs> I mean, I think I think they did that just to show how like real some, they somewhat, really are. Well, yeah, no, maybe. no, no, no. For him, for, I think they did all that for his character to show like how naive he was and how idealistic he was. Maybe. That makes sense. And and that contrasted with what he became. I think I think that was the whole point of that storyline. Story yeah, because early he was on. all like, "I want to get her out of here. I want to take her home." Right. And Logan's like, "What? She's not a straight dog. Right. Like, what are you?" We can't take her home. And he about what beat, are you talking he about beat about? the hell out of his future brother in law and yeah. treated him like shit and you know put him on the horse naked and all that was, over Logan her. Was a fucking ass though. He to was. who though? To the androids I, or to the AIs? Whatever. I don't know. We got to come up with a word, but like to the host. The host. Yeah. There yeah, we go. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the point? To him though, too. He was trying to make him understand, and I think he was also trying to assert th- some authority as like, a member of the existing family that he was marrying that into. I'm the, the heir. Or yeah. Whatever. I'm um, the heir apparent here, uh, yeah. not you. I'm the You're just type A, sister. HBIZ. Yeah, like, yeah. Off. yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I, I totally get that. But I'm, I'm really super interested to know what happened to Logan, aren't you? Yeah, I think, I really I think that has to come up. I mean, shit. Yeah. Come on. I really, I really, really hope that we see them. So, let's talk about loops. Yeah, so I saw this in the show notes. What you talk first because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so let's, let's all discuss loops. Are you talking about like when they reset Shall the host and Dolores drops the can every day? Or yes, I just want to talk about loops in generally speaking because I I love how the very first episode that's all that they're doing. They're the whole first right. episode is these loops that they're in. Like they're really getting you like adjusted and accustomed yeah. to seeing these things do the same things over and over and over again. Right. But while you're watching it, I know while I was watching it anyway, I thought in my mind, oh God, that's what I do. <laughs> I do the same shit. Like literally, I do the same shit all the time. Like in the same order. Yeah. It kind of creeps you so out. So are, are you <laughs> your own self or are you just... Or have you programmed yourself, yourself to just into the, to just be an automaton? Of, yeah, yeah of, to get shit done. I yeah. get up, I go to the bathroom, I shit, shower, and shave. I brush my teeth, yeah. like you know, it, in that order. I mean, everything yeah. is done in like a specific. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I go to work. I get some tea. I check I think, my email. <clears throat> like everything is like. I mean, it's like it's exactly like I do things. Yeah. Exactly. Specific things I do exactly the same every single oh, day. Oh, don't even get me started on specific things you do, folks. So, I know we're not talking about hospitality, but Sarah <laughs> trained me on audit back in the day on, oh, thir- on third shift where you do a bunch of financial shit and you run reports and whatever. This bitch... Like, if one piece of paper on the counter was out of place, she'd be like, no, it, it doesn't go there, and she'd push it over. It, was the it goes here. It, but that's not true. It was the order of the paperwork. It wasn't the position. <clears throat> it was the order. No, it was everything. It was the order. And, like, if she comes in and there's the there's th- there is a certain amount of space that she needs on her countertop, and if that is taken up by anything, it immediately oh, gets pushed to each it. side. <laughs> like, as soon as she gets in, like, she is... Talk about an automaton. Like, but... It's charming, too. It's charming. That's a really good way of putting it. But, 
Yeah, I think you're definitely on a loop at work. But I think, I think at work, in any work, in any work, I think that's helpful because you you figure out the best and most efficient way to do things, and then you do that, that's and it makes it makes your life easier. And every so, life, so that's great. Like, yeah, so that's good for work. Um, I I think it is good to shake it up in your personal life oh, yeah, sometimes, definitely. and not always, definitely. you know, maybe. Because it is so easy to fall into loops. Oh yeah, that's why I want to Absolutely. talk about loops. Yeah, because it's it is. That's so one of the things I love about this podcast is that it gets me out of my rut. Same, it gets me out of my loop. The yeah. same thing over yeah. and over and over. Like I come home from work and I watch TV and I drink some drinks and that's yeah. what I do and then I go to bed and then I wake up and do the same thing over. Like what? I mean, I know. Like what? Like I said, that, that's why I like this podcast. Doing? Like, and I don't know if y'all have noticed, but we're not exactly on a routine on this podcast. Uh, we do it. No. <laughs> we, do, we do it when we can. We're the absolute worst. And when we can is, you know, when we want to, like, basically. Once a month. And well, I mean, and yeah, we got really I, good there and, for a minute, though. Yeah, we did. But I think not having like a set <laughs> a set night every week that we record and all that. I think that would get into a rut too and get boring and. And, and it's, it's almost like... Because I look forward to it. Like, whenever I know that we're going to record you together, do? I'm like, yes, we're yes, recording. I do, too. I do look forward to that. I I do find myself... And we've never really talked about this, so here's an exclusive. I do find myself, like, if we agree on we're going to record every night or every weeknight... Shit. Every week on this night at this time, I find myself kind of, like, bored. Get anxiety. Yeah, not anxiety. I just, I kind of dread it. I'm like, this thing's coming up. And it's not because I don't want to do it. I really like doing it, but it's like, it's just something to do. It's like something else on my calendar. So it's almost like, like today, we're recording at a time we've never recorded before. And, um, I like it though. And, and yeah, it's fun. And I think it's fun to mix it up. So maybe we look at that going forward, but we will. Um, yeah, we got. A little bit off subject there, we'll but that but anyway. I mean not really. I mean it talks about loops, it's, and we're talking about loops. I think yeah, that's really I think that's about, so. completely yeah. fair, and I think that the difference is that the hosts, for the most part, don't have control. Yeah, they don't obviously. have decision making skills where they can decide. Yeah, I don't want to say that, or I don't want to right. make this we, gesture. We can or get I up and and make a conscious decision. I don't decision want to drop to, the milk can. Yeah. <laughs> I want to catch that bitch myself and put it back. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. Get on my horse and leave. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's funny because whenever Maeve is, realizes that that's what's happening, mm -hmm. I remember that specific scene and I apologize for not remembering the name of the show, but there's a scene where of course Clementine. You mean like the episode? Yeah. Oh, God. So Clementine comes down and does her usual like big, big ass yawn that Mm -hmm. she does and then Maeve starts saying to her, the, what does she say that oh, I've, to, I've told like, you? I've told you if you're going to open your mouth that wide, some, you better some be getting prostitute paid for joke. It. Yeah. yeah, and then and she, she says something else that's scripted because she's like, yeah. I've told you if you're going to open your mouth that wide, and sh- you yeah. should be getting paid for it. And then she realizes, wait a second, I'm and, saying, and my that's when it started to click for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this that a, she wasn't making her own choice. This her isn't choices. what I want yeah, to be saying. That's great. Yeah, it was great to watch to watch that scene between the two of them play out and her figure that out in her mind that mm-hmm. oh, I'm just saying a script. What is happening right now? Yeah, is cool. I, I love that scene. So <clears throat> before we move, oh my god! Hello, Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Woo. <laughs> 
it's already happened. Before we move on, if you look at the last two bullet points under your notes, um, I think we should switch those and talk about the last one first. And then move on into the next one. If you want to do that. Again, well, no, beh- behind about? behind the scenes, folks. So, like, let's talk about William and Logan. Let's and talk then... about William and Logan, yeah. Okay. Go talk about so, Logan. Sarah made a good point. Uh, William and Logan are, you know, the only... Or, or they're human characters, but... And, like, the main they, human characters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially especially early on with Logan. In the park, um, anyway. Yeah, they're the yeah. main human characters in the park. And they don't have last names, but most of the hosts do. Um, and, you know, she was like, why? And it's I think... strange, yeah. I think, you know... It's very odd. I think by... And he's so important because he owns Delos. And I guess yeah, at that point, Logan well, does, too. Logan owns... I guess Delos. Do they? Yeah, because early they, on, yeah, I thought they were just in, visiting at first. No, in season one, Logan. Season episode one, one, obviously in season one, but episode one, whenever they get off the train together and they're walking to the park, Logan tells him, "You know, I want you to experience all this. You know, because our uh, our company is is we're big. You know, uh, I thought they were. Yeah, investors. they're just investors. We're big investors, but I don't think they were." So by the end of they season don't own one, it, but they're, right. they're huge investors. And by the end of season one, William, the man in black, owns the majority share. Right. So that's a difference. Yeah. But I think that by giving the host last names, back to your your point, I mean I think it obviously humanizes them more for the guests of the park. It makes them sure. seem more real. I don't know I don't know why the writers wouldn't include a last name for William and Logan other than if Maybe there will be a reveal over... Maybe it's... Maybe, I don't know, Logan is part of the Delos family or something. Maybe that's his last name. Yeah, and... So they don't want to put that in season one. Right. I mean, they could still be in the parent company and not be the majority owners, I guess. Like, they could have invested so heavily that Ford still owns most of it at that point, but they, you know, are kind of... Well, Ford owns the intellectual property. Okay. But he does not own... The, the operations, the, operations the park, anymore. and he the... He does not own the park anymore. Gotcha. He owns the intellectual property. Okay. So that's why he has so much leeway. That's why he's able yeah. to build and do whatever he pretty much wants. Right. But the board still has to approve what he wants. But the board's going what, to approve it. And that's why they're pushing back. he owns all the intellectual property, which right. is what Charlotte Hale talks to Teresa about, which is what they're smuggling mm. out. They're trying to smuggle his I gotcha. data to yeah. get it out of the park. Because once it's out, see, he doesn't... Right. So okay. Anymore. So we touched on that earlier. Let's talk on that. Talk about that real quick with Maeve. So I said that. Um, that sorry to sidetrack from William and Logan, um, but I said that Dolores obviously came to some kind of self realization, and there's a debate on whether Maeve or did not Maeve did or not um, because Sherry she God damn it Sherry <laughs> damn it Sherry because she got on the train to leave to leave the park. Right. And then she started thinking about her daughter so much, and she had that information that her daughter was still in the park. Supposedly. And whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so she... That Felix gave her. Quote, unquote, yeah. That yeah. So she, quote, unquote, made the decision to get off the train and stay in the park. Mm-hmm. So the whole question is, is she conscious, or is she still under her programming where she cannot leave the park? Is that, like, hard-coded into them? Because the whole problem yeah, I, with... Teresa and them, they couldn't get anything out of the park because Mm -hmm. it's, like, almost built into their DNA, Mm -hmm. you know, that they don't leave. And 
I think Maeve found a way to justify it to herself to where she wouldn't leave. And But Felix but gave her that justification. Right. True. Which I find very convenient. So, but I don't know. I mean, he's not, he's so like low level. Like, I don't, would he think to do that or be able yes, to do that? I think that he would. I think that he's one of those guys that flies under the radar and is so subtle. Unlike he Sylvester, is, well, who's yeah. really in your face he, and is like, let's yeah. trick this bitch and pop he, her in the head and right. drag her back upstairs. And he, he is the like one that, that was trying to like better himself <laughs> and learn the programming and like move up in the company, basically. So, yeah, I could see that. Him yeah, learning something like that and using subtle. it. Yeah. Very subtle. So, that's that's a great point. But Yeah, he's, so, he's subtle enough to slip her that note and be like, hey, by, by the, the way. I got this for you. Right yeah. before you get on the train. Here's this for you to go over. Right. I mean, he's, yeah. So do he's you think, slick enough to do something like that, I think. So yeah. do you think at this point, may, that, well, basically, Dolores is the only one that's, like, fully conscious. Right. That the others are just now waking up, the ones that walked out of the woods. Right. And they're trying to figure shit out. Which is, like, I guess, quote-unquote, Maeve's army. Right. So, she is she programming them? I mean, are yes. they, yeah. Yeah, but, she's programming But they're not really them. under their own volition. But no, because the, they're under Maeve. But could Maeve program them to do all that if she wasn't thinking like for herself? Cognizant. Yeah, I think right. No, and no, it, she it's such couldn't. a paradox. It's but, it's a loop. Like yeah, I mean, it's a loop. Yeah, but here, but here's the thing about it though is that Felix has, um, he's able to program Maeve on a certain level too. Mm, with that information, yeah. right? With the. Yeah. The information I mean, that her daughter's still in the park. Yeah, because... And she kind of comes to it herself. It seems like to me, by, 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 when I, whenever I rewatched it, because I, I thought, why do these guys have so much clearance? And they really don't. Felix right. figured out a way he, to give himself clearance yeah. because he was trying to bring that bird he stole, back to life. Yeah, he stole a control pad or whatever, I guess found a way to hack into it yes, and utilize it. Because he wanted to bring that bird back right. to life. And I had forgotten that, right. I, you know, because I hadn't seen the show in two fucking years. But whenever I rewatched it, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that's right. That's right. how, because I was like, why are these low-level really guys, like, clean, cleaner guys, right. who are basically like housemen in the hotel industry, right. why do they have all this fucking, like, clearance? That's how. That's how he got it. So, and one of the coolest scenes, I think, was... So, I think that he can still program Maeve, is what I'm saying. I gotcha. I loved the scene, speaking of that, when Maeve took the tablet thing mm-hmm. and started modifying her own parameters mm-hmm. and boosting herself up. I mean, isn't that like the the What's human dream? Perception. Yeah, I mean, isn't that like the dream to like just max max everything out? Up. Intelligence, perception, whatever. I then mean, you'd be emperor of the world. I mean, yeah. She, I mean, yeah. she made herself like. I mean, amazing. Emperor basically. of the world. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you should be. She, she became Emperor so intelligent that she not only figured out things about herself, but she, she figured out, out how to park. control others. She, I don't know if she figured out how to get out of the park. I think that's that's still the roadblock. I don't know. But I think that it's because Felix stopped it by giving Maybe. her that note. I think that he inserted that into the narrative. Felix gives you the note. You get on the train. You see a little girl and a mother, right. and then you get upset, and then you bring your note back out of your bag, and then you get back off the train and back into the elevator and go back right. into the facility. Right. That's crazy. I think that that hmm. might be part of her new narrative. But Fine. what's interesting, though, too, is that whenever she goes back into the facility, it's been, like, shut down and taken over. So what we need to find out, and I'm hoping that they go over this in season mm. two. I don't know if it was shut down. Like, I think... 
Sorry. Yeah, it's well, shut down. I don't know. I think the train pulled away, and I think everything powers down in that area is how I read it. Like, mm, there's nothing I there. Gotcha, there's no it. humans there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything yeah, just, so like, stops because yeah, yeah, yeah. why? That makes sense. Yeah. But, well, upstairs, though, all that crazy shit's going on. Right. Where they have taken over because they shut down the power, you know. Right, and they, like, closed mask, those cool blast doors in the control and room and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've pretty much got them all trapped. So, yeah, there's some shit There's some shit going on that's right. going to be a definite problem for them to get themselves back online. Right. So to speak. So, what I It'll be know, interesting so to see, what like, what they, they can still do from that control room. You know, Nothing, on lockdown, they, they lost power. It, show, it shows gotcha. them being like, "We're fucked." Yeah. What do we do? Like the people down on the pit mm-hmm. are like, "What?" Uh, right. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> so, like, I want to know what's powering these things. What's what's oh, powering them? I, don't, I mean, I'm sure about that. Point. I know that they're biological. They're part biological mm. and part mechanical, but they have to have some type of still. I would something hope. has to be. Like powering them or taking care of them because they they come in and have to like physically mm-hmm. like clean them and take care of them so they're not capable of doing those things themselves. I mean, if so, if you know, no advancements in battery technology were made between now and whenever this takes place in the future, which is doubtful. I think they could still have a major fucking battery pack in themselves because their body's so big. Yeah, but I think. They, I mean, I know I that think they're they mostly found a way, biological, so that could be a lot of it, too, that, because they're yeah. mostly biological. I think they, they found a way to stimulate maybe. electricity, you know, with whatever that fluid is. I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know if we'll find out. I think that's kind of part of the magic of the show. That's True. one of the little details that... But maybe, because, I mean, that's the stuff, like... That nerds like you and I like obsess yeah, over. Like, know. how do they work? Because you, you've powered yeah. down the facility, right? So you're not online anymore. So what? How? how I mean, is the I park never still operating? I never thought that the hosts were directly connected to some outside feed. I thought once they were in the park, they were pretty independent, unless they were. Well, they are. They're connected to those tablets. Like they know where right. they are. Unless, all the time. unless some intervention came in, like with the tablet or whatever. Because even teams. Of people had to like come in and you know reset scenes or whatever at one point, and they stopped everybody or all the hosts from moving. Um, so I think you know if the main building or the main facility loses power, I don't think that affects Them. the individual the hosts. The way that they are yeah, yeah. operating and working. Yeah, they're, they they're still independent computers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're still independent. Because I mean, the, the man in black tells that, us that that they're mostly biological now, and we know right. that from them getting shot and. Blood dry and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're pretty. They're made pretty much like us. I mean, we see them getting made. True. So we know that they have. And yeah, and that's a great scene too when they take that form out of the white dip or whatever, mm-hmm. and they inject it with whatever that fluid is, and suddenly it has flesh tone it's, and it yeah. just like comes whatever skin to life visually. Skin. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was awesome. Yeah, it is but, cool. So let's talk about uh, Westworld themes and the hotel industry. So we so, yeah. are going to a little bit swing it back to the hotel industry because, you know, yeah. we have to kind of do that on this show. Just, just for a minute. We've just for our fun hospitality anyway. listeners. Well, involuntarily. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think. Um, like, could could we be replaced by hosts or androids? And what would be the ramifications of that is kind of what I want to talk I about. I mean, I think we're on the tip of the iceberg of that right now. I mean, like, 
agree. Um, like you talked about, I think on a previous episode, you can go to Sam's Club and use your phone to like scan everything and right. and pay, pay mm-hmm. for everything, and you never have any any interaction with a employee. Cashier. You don't have any interaction with a with a cashier. And it's all automated on well, your you phone. Well, you get checked when you go out, so you do. Well, have okay, so briefly. Yeah, but like, but, you don't have to go but it the eliminates line. at least one person. It eliminates a cashier line. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think so that, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that with hotels, as they go more with um, you know using you know your phones or personal devices as keys. I think, you know, like we've talked about, I stayed at a really cool hotel in New Orleans where they had keyless, or not keyless entry, but they had, you know, your phone set up to use right. as a thing, um, as a key. And even if you lost, like if they do give you a physical key at check-in, even if you lost that, you can just go wave your phone in front of this machine yeah. and mm-hmm. it spits out a duplicate key for you. That's so, great, like, yeah, yeah what's well, great, like, if you don't want to be bothered at the front desk, but, like, extrapolate that out, like, I mean, that's that's another function that, that we do at the front desk. That, you yes. know, we're not needed for. So, I think it's, I think, obviously, we're a hot minute away from actually being replaced by, quote-unquote, hosts or androids. But I think that, you know, things like, like that machine that spits out keys. Automation. Or, yeah, yes. or the key reader at, at your door or whatever. Yeah, I think those things... Are yeah, we're already seeing that. We're are gradually that. yeah, and, and I mean they're already checking themselves in online. They're yeah, doing that, but they're still having to come to the desk to get their their keys. Right. So so I mean I think as that moves forward, I mean th- think about I mean it's 2018. Think about where we we were 10 years ago in 2008. The iPhone was only a year old, and how much things have changed in 10 years. You know, where are we going to be with all this automation and all this? That it, yeah. Company, companies can, trying to make things as frictionless as possible. Yeah. So what does that look like for mm-hmm. people in the service industry going forward? Well, it'll Whether, your job. Because if you, think, <laughs> if you think about what's going on with, with all of the cell phone technology and mm-hmm. the cor- corporate technology. So you already said that there's technology that allows you to get a room key to your room on your cell phone. And then, as I mentioned, you can already check in online. Right. So, what if you can just Add the check in online and I think and so. then walk into the hotel and get your key at that <clears throat> yeah. little automated station? Well, that think, eliminates the front desk completely altogether. I think depending on the brand, some hotels do that already. So, like, you're authenticated through your username and password being signed in correctly on whatever app. So, you can go online, choose your room, you walk in, your phone's your key, and you walk in at, like... You don't have interaction with the front desk. Right. So I think that's, you know, I, as a guest, I find that really exciting. I like, yeah, that's great. I like shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I think as, you know, someone in the service industry, I think we're going to have to adapt to, to that changing landscape. And I think that, I think it's going to be bumpy just in general because America is a very service that's all we have. Yeah, I mean, a, and our a lot, if not most people, <laughs> our healthcare industry. We don't have yeah, any real industry, right? In this country, we're, we don't make any. We're not making anymore. shit. Yeah, we're serving we people. That that's, way, I mean, so that's the. Those are our jobs. That's yeah. the job. Yeah. So I think that you know, going forward, I think it'll be really interesting to see how people adapt as individuals and how companies adapt. You know. 
to addressing those concerns of, of their different employees. I think that it will be... Yeah, because this will <sighs> definitely bleed over into all industries. I mean, this could bleed over into, you know... And uh, retail, this could bleed over into, oh, yeah. which it already has. Like yeah. I talked about with Sam's, with Sam's Club. And Sam's Club, of course, is, is Walmart. And they're the right. biggest giant in the world other than Amazon. Right. Amazon's their, their only competition. And look at what Amazon's done. Amazon's done exactly what we're talking about. They're literally not a store. Right. <laughs> You're not going to And you can get anything with one click. Yeah. Anything it's amazing. Yeah, you want without interacting with a human. The, I mean, only, when, the only human interaction is the person delivering it to your door, and they're trying to eliminate that with the drones. Yeah. So. I, and, I mean, I think the drones, they seem kind of far-fetched now. I think in another 10 years, I think it'll be common commonplace. You know, once yeah. once they get a protocol and they figure out, well, you they know, figure out a way to stop the best way from shooting them down out of the sky. Or the, things well, like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it'll be great. <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, but yeah, good luck with that. Depending um, where you live, but yeah. But yeah, I think I think that's a very interesting topic, and I think there will be a lot more to come on that. And you know, we will be discussing it on future episodes of Come My Pod as things roll out. We'll be talking about automation and how they affect us and whatever. I mean, I'm sure. You know, over the next ten years, as we do this show for the rest of our lives, that we'll have our our say on uh, on how this is affecting us. So yeah, because if you get those donations think, in now, if you think about it you, before we lose our job, right? Because it's coming. Well, you think about like these these corporate guys have never done our jobs, and oh, yeah. they view people. They see the bottom line. They view people, and I don't blame them for that. Completely. That's whatever. Yeah, that, I do blame them for that, but that that's okay. whatever because they can they can come down here and scrub around with me for a minute and see how it. Really no, I mean is. they see the bottom line as far as like eliminating a position. I understand that's not that. needed. And so they need to come and do an eight hour shift and see whether or not it's needed before right. they eliminate said position. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So anyway, that's kind of what we're talking about when you talk about this show. Is that you have these corporate guys, which are like Delos, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who are so disconnected and you have no idea what's really going on. They think they know, but you don't really know because you're not you're not there. You're not really in the park. You're not interacting. Right. You're not interacting with the guests. You're not interacting with the hosts. You have no fucking idea what's going on. But then you're the one making all the decisions moving forward. And it's kind of the same thing in our industry. They make these broad, sweeping decisions that are life-changing and affect everybody's lives, and they have no idea the ramifications right. of what they've done. So let's let's say I, for fun that they replace us with androids, and they stick an android at the front desk. Okay? Yeah. We know how human beings are, and we you, know... You've talked about this before, yeah. How mean that they're they gonna are. they're going to fuck it. And how hateful they are. They're either going <laughs> to fuck kill it, it or shoot it. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that stops them from doing that to us is it's illegal and we're human. <laughs> like, that's it and that's all. But you get some corporate, mm-hmm. you know, 20-something dickweed that's never done our job. He's going to be like, yeah, it's great. We'll just pay a million dollars, you know, for this Android and stick that up there. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to take a break. It doesn't have to pee. It's never going to leave. It's going to sit there the whole time. It's going to be... It's not going to be fantastic. Well, that's it's going to be detrimental and terrible for everyone involved. That's <laughs> something I'm I'm really excited to see in season two. I hope they go outside of the park and address some of that. Like, what does 
the yeah, what, like, the real world, quote-unquote, look like now. And Like, why are because, people... Because talk Dolores about, talks about that. Dolores says, why would I want to leave when you're all clamoring to get exactly. in? Exactly. So how bad is that? And, yeah, and these are... Talk about being disconnected. These are... The guests are, like, some of the most disconnected because... Didn't William or Logan say at one point it's like $40,000 a day Yeah, but or you something? know, me and my husband talked about this, and we talked about, okay, how much is it to go to Disney World right now? Right now. I have no idea. I have no desire to do that. <laughs> okay, but that's what we usually compare this bar to. But like... So it may cost... A couple you know, of thousand? Something like that. Okay, so we don't know how far this is in the future. So $40,000 yeah, a day that still may sounds not like a be that lot per day. I mean, even but if... it's a even lot if it's for now. For even, okay. But it may not be a lot for... Well, now, let's cut about. it by 10%. At like 90% reduction. At like... Which is an extreme example. And it's $4,000 a day today. That's still, like, ridiculous for most people. Like, you're not going to get regular guests at something like that. And I don't think they want those. You know, they no. want the higher-end clientele because they don't they don't want the damn thing to be full. That's the whole point. They want, like, interaction and they want, you know, storylines to play well, out. Yeah, and they that said kind of that thing. there's, like, 2,000 guests. I mean, 2,000 hosts. Mm. And there's, like, I don't know... I don't remember. There, there was like 500 guests in, oh, okay. in, in the park at once or something gotcha. like that. Like that's the ratio that you're dealing with. Gotcha. That makes sense. So, I mean, I'd... I'd so it's like in a short, huge ratio of hoes. I'd be interested to, to see how they address, like, what the the real world looks like as far as, um, you know, normal people. You know, the normal working class versus Or is these, there one? There may not be Or is one there anymore. one? Has yeah. auto, I mean, because that's what they're trying to eliminate that's, now. I mean, so that's a big thing going thing. forward that, you know, everything is becoming so automated that they're thinking about, you know, creating like a, a uh, basically minimum living wage it's that you're, wage that you're paid. The government will just give you. Yeah, because you don't have a job. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's something honestly to look at. You know, if nobody has jobs, if everything is automated, then. You know, that's about the... Or you just get rid of currency completely. But that's a whole other thing Topic. that we're... That we yeah, we're going down the with, rabbit hole. But we may be dealing with that in the show, though. Yeah. It is, and that's, we're not going that's down the, the great rabbit hole. Thing about, that's, yeah. yeah, that's what we need That's the great thing about. about this show is that it makes you go down the rabbit hole. It makes you because see you don't, things you don't and don't think of things that, we that you're not sure of. World. Yeah. So, True. Yeah. So that could be... We could be dealing with a situation like that where, yeah, they are... They're... Forty thousand, like what I'm saying, like we don't we don't know what forty thousand dollars a day looks like in right. that time. Right. So of course that's a lot of money right now, but it may not be a whole lot, right? You know what that Maybe. point? Like it may be more ratioed to like you know a stay at Disney. World I mean right that's now. maybe for a family. Maybe it's still like that's I feel, what I I feel like I mean you know how damn crowded Disney World is. That's why I'm not interested in going. Like I, I feel like. Unless they purposefully keep people out. You know, they have a big wait list or something. I feel like, yeah, you know, and why would they charge less than they had to if they have a wait list? Raise the price, lower mm-hmm. the wait list. I, course, I don't know. Of course they would. But yeah, that's what they would do. But I think that is, that's one of my predictions for, for season two. I think that somebody is going to at least try to escape into the real world out, outside of the park. And I think that'll be interesting to see, like, how... And they're going to actually get out. How that looks. Yeah. And I think there's going to be a lot of Easter eggs in and that scene because I bet it don't last long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to last long. So yeah. that's that's my prediction. One of my predictions. 
predictions for season two. God damn, Sherry. Sherry. I don't know how Maeve does this. Oh, wait. She has like a synthetic liver that just handles everything. That's why. God. Yeah, and then she dies when it gets cleaned up. Talk about like, talk about like some robots. I want a robot oh, no, liver. It's so great though. It's like you needed a break. Yeah, yeah, if you needed a break and you could just get some douche to kill you. Right? And That's what got, she does. You got like a long nap. She's like, I'm done with this. Okay. Just choke me. I need a nap. <laughs> yeah. Just come on. Let me like growl this guy. Up Literally and does that. Just fucking kill me. Yeah. <laughs> so oh my great. God. <laughs> it's great. So yeah, so, so let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about like, do you have any like favorite like, um, like what are some of your favorite like moments or scenes? I know we kind of touched on this a little bit. We didn't really like delve in. Um... I mean, I think I think we did. I kind of like went. I I kind of jumped in like some of my favorite quotes and stuff, you know, yeah. throughout this episode. Um, I think that you know, like I said, Dolores in the finale is amazing when she realizes who she is and she sees the. So she's in like the Wyatt gear, like you said, in the shirt and the pants, and she sees the other Dolores in the blue dress, and like everything comes together, she and just, she yeah, yeah that's. Mm-hmm. Maybe my favorite scene. I like how she was like um, seeing her double self throughout right. those episodes. Also, like she kept seeing her. Like whenever she, they go to Pariah, well, she kept seeing her. And it did a great job too. It like it said. So do you know who? Like back to the bicameral mind about hearing a higher power through that voice in your head. Yeah. And it it said she said in that scene or Bernard or somebody did. A, you know? Do you know? who this voice has been all the time. And then the camera spins around and you see Dolores sitting there and she realizes it's her mind. It's her thoughts that she's hearing, not a higher power. Not and I think else. that's, yeah, that's probably the most powerful scene. I, I do love that. Yeah. Um, I love that too. But yeah. What did, awesome. did you have a favorite scene that you wanted to go back over? I just, I really, really like pretty much all the scenes with Ford. I think that yeah. they're very telling. And I think that those are scenes, if you really want to, I think I need to watch it again. Deep dive to get into, into him. Show, like I still haven't figured him you out. You really yeah. need to pay attention to what he's saying. Mm. And even little like gestures that he makes and little things that little nuances and especially the way that he is with Charlotte Hale, which mm-hmm. I think is great. We haven't really talked about her a lot. Mm-hmm. Tessa Thompson, who plays Charlotte Hale, is great because I can't stand her. She's one of the characters that I can't stand. <laughs> but she's a great actress, so she makes me hate her. Good for you. But he's he's just very he's very nuanced, and you have to pay attention to what he's saying because, like I said, he's you just you think that he's the bad guy, and maybe he's not. So right. yeah, definitely like go back and maybe rewatch. Check her out. Yeah, some of his scenes, especially with her, because he gets that bitch. <laughs> he totally gets her, especially that scene with. Uh, well, with he Teresa's sees her. He sees her body. as a threat. Right. Yeah, I mean, Teresa's dead body, right. and she's like, "Okay, um, yeah, I'm right. not fucking with this guy anymore." <laughs> exactly. He's serious. Yeah, because he figures out everything that they did to Clementine. Mm. You you fucked with Clementine, and now I fucked with you, which is kind of goes back to the whole like parent thing. Like, I really think that he views True. them as his children, gotcha. and he doesn't like. For them People to be fucking with them, yeah. With well, I mean, I guess that's why he retained the intellectual property because that's really mm-hmm. where the meat is. And that's you know, what that's she wants. That's, that's their right, right. Yeah. So that's and he's like, no, <laughs> you'll never have that. Yeah. That's great. 
Fun. So what? Um, so I told you one of my predictions for season two. Do you have any? What, well, do, you, what guess, do you want to see happen? I guess I kind of don't. What I don't want to see is I don't want to see this turn into you know Battlestar Galactica, where we've got all of a sudden everybody can mm-hmm. potentially be a host in the in the later seasons. Yeah, when I don't. They that is I actually a pretty relevant show to this one because the the Cylons, at least in the latest sci-fi version, right? Yes. I, I didn't look at the early one or I didn't watch the early one, earlier one. Right. God. Um, but they're, Sherry. they're human in all respect. Like they're by a lot, like mm-hmm. they have blood and whatever. They, they're not distinguishable and they're made from in, like, human beings. Milky bass, just yeah. like what they're being made on this show. It's interesting. Yeah. So, um, I, I think you're right. Like in later seasons of Battlestar, oh my God, like you never, was a fucking host. yeah, it's like, it's on. like reveal after reveal that, oh, this person's actually a host yeah. or, or a Cylon, Cylon. Yeah. or Toaster. this person's actually a Cylon. <laughs> yeah. And like, come on. And the the crazy thing, like going back to like Ford having people or having hosts like programmed in to only do his bidding, a lot of the Cylons into, like, different departments. Yeah. yeah. A, a lot of the Cylons didn't know yeah. that they were Cylons until it was revealed. Later. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, they had a big freak out too. Just so. like with Bernard, anyway. yeah, he didn't yeah. know that he was, that he was. So yeah, I, d- I definitely don't want to see that. But I, that but would I, be disappointing. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of like, I really, I know a lot of people want to see what the outside world is like, and although I'm very curious, I am, I'm very curious about it, and I'm, I'm curious, mm-hmm. but I don't really want to see that either. Like, you, like we're kind of talking about before, mm-hmm. like, maybe a host, like, breaking out and actually going right. to the inside world. I don't really want to see that. I want to see more of, like, inside, like, mm-hmm. the interworkings of the company. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to say. I want to know. I want to see who's running things. I want to see where Logan is. I want to see where the man in black stands with all this. Like, we know that he's a major shareholder, but right. what does he actually do? Like, what's, he just plays in the park all day? I mean, like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> right. You know, like, okay, so I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. I, I was going to say, I, I want something. Like, I either want to know more about the outside world and about reality and why people are, Trying to, as Dolores said, clamor to get in the park and escape. True. But they can explain or, all that to you verbally. Like, yeah. you don't have to actually, like, see it. Or I want to see, like, more of, you know, the inner workings of the park. I want to know what different worlds there are. Like, Roman world, like you were talking about. On. Or, yeah, yeah where's, R- where's R&D? Where's, you know, what's happening with the board? You know, who... Who's on the board other than the Charlotte, few people we've seen? Yeah. You know, let's have a board meeting. Let's yeah, let's, let's have them. Let's listen. Like let's listen to them bitch about Ford. You know, and I, like I'm actually, you know yeah. what? I'll make that prediction. I bet there's a board meeting, and they bitch about Ford, and they're so glad that he's dead. And the asshole walks in walks because in. really it was his host that died. So That's my season two prediction. Drama, 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 dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would love that because, like, I mean, like I stated earlier, he's my favorite character, so I love him. So I definitely, cool. I don't want to see Ford gone right out of this. But I think that if if he is gone out of this moving forward, I think that it's going to be fine. Like, it's not going to be detrimental to the show. Right. I think that it's going to be okay. They're just going to have to center on someone else because I t- I truly believe that. Ford's character was kind of the the center anchor that everything pivoted of around. The show. Yeah, he was the one, you know, tooling around and turning all right. the knobs. 
So he's kind of like the god. Almost here, literally, I yeah. Guess. Yeah, but yeah. Literally and figuratively speaking. Yeah. Yeah, so with him gone, it's going to be a little complicated to work that out. So, I mean, I'm interested to see what they do. I mean, Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan are brilliant, and, you know, I have no fear. I'm sure it's going to be great, and I'm going to eat it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. Absolutely. But, yeah, as far as, like, predictions, um, I don't really know. I, th- I think that Maeve, my, my prediction for Maeve is I think I think that Maeve is going to get very dangerous. That's what okay. I want to see. I think that she might become... Like, go off the deep end. Yeah, I think that she might, that might happen. I was listening to another podcast. What? How dare, how, how dare you? Oh my God. I was listening to I even another, fucked that up. Another Westworld. As long as it wasn't Blame Your Brother. Another Westworld. <laughs> oh! Here we go! They're not going to listen to this. They're not smart They're enough not to watch Westworld. To <laughs> yeah, they don't watch Westworld. Um, actually, I can pull it up right now. But anyway, uh, while I'm pulling this up so I can give them credit for what they said, they brought up a really good point about Maeve and her daughter. And they said, it's called, uh, let's see. Oh, that's not right. Hmm. Oh, Westworld, Westworld, the Westworld Watch. That's what it is that I was listening to. Oh, okay. Or, no, 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 I'm sorry. It was Beyond Westworld. My bad. Oh, my God. I love how you have so many. That yeah, you so get many. confused. So oh my god! It's beyond. It's beyond Westworld. Beyond Westworld. Uh, so listen to those guys. Anyway, they brought up a really, really good point about Maeve and her daughter, where they said whenever she gets off the train, she's going to go obviously try to find her daughter. That uh, a possibility is that she does find her, and whenever she's trying to explain all this to the little girl, because we don't know what shape the little girl is going to be in whenever she finds her. We don't. She's, you know, she's, she can have another mother, and right. her father. We, like, we don't know what her storyline is. Right. And then that could potentially... Or what her cornerstone is. I mean... That could potentially cause, like, a meltdown for her. Which right. could potentially cause another meltdown for Maeve. Which I thought was great. Which, oh my gosh. We yeah. don't want... Or at least the people in the park don't want... Maeve's already dangerous as shit. Right. Maeve's already off the hinges. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that would be... That would be great. Because Maeve's thinking, oh, I'm just going to go find my daughter and... We're going to live this happy life together, and it's going to be fantastic. And no, you're not, because she's a fucking robot, just like you, and has been completely reprogrammed and wiped, so you don't know what you're going to find. But maybe maybe not, though. It could swing the other way, where she finds a little girl and kind of stays back and figures out, you know, because Maeve's smart. She's not stupid. Right. She bumped her at perception. (laughs) Way the fuck up. To the max. Yeah. So she She's could, literally not stupid. Like <laughs> could, literally not stupid. So she could just kind of, you know, hang back and watch her and see what's going on. And right. And be like, mm, I'm not going to That's interesting. This. That's really yeah. interesting. Or she could get a hold of that little girl's tablet and right. reprogram her to right. find her. I mean, yeah, there's like all kinds of things. There's just, there's so many things that could happen with Maeve and this supposed I'm excited. little girl. So, yeah, so April twenty second, folks, season two, episode one. Be on the lookout. Woo! Yeah, um, we're super excited. Yeah, super clearly. Excited. I mean, we don't do a bonus episode over just anything. Come on. No, we don't. <laughs> it takes something special. It takes a lot of things special. Speaking of a something, lot of booze. Yeah, well, speaking of booze, <laughs> thank you. So I mispronounced the name of this damn sherry earlier, and I just realized it. It's not wisdom and water. It's wisdom and water. W-A-R-T-E-R. So, if you're looking for it... Where is it made? That's where you find it. I don't know. You bought it. (laughs) 
Uh, is it made in Spain? Is this product? Oh in yeah, Spain? it's Spanish. Yep, Spanish sherry. Yay, fancy. So check that out for sure. Do you have anything really else good. you want to touch on for Westworld? You know, wrap I this think that, up. I think that, that about. <laughs> sums it up. I think Yay. that we pretty much covered everything that I wanted I, to cover anyway. Yeah, I, me too. I think that, you know, we obviously didn't cover everything. It's such a deep show. It, it has so many nuances and so many subplots and everything that you're you're just not going to in a couple hours. But, you know, I, I think that, you know, we hit the highlights. I think we told you what we love. Again, we would love to hear from you if you want to tweet at us at CompMyPod. Let us know what you think. Let us know how right we are about everything. Or wrong. We no, we don't take <laughs> negative feedback. But um, I do. I love it. Sarah like lives on it. I do. It's fuels her rage. So amazing. <laughs> it helps her become self-realized to suffer. <laughs> yes, gives me consciousness. Yes. Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. Lord. So tell us what you think. Yeah, argue with us or agree with us. Whatever. Especially agree with us. We want to agree with me. I don't care about Sarah. Um, So, wrapping up, um, of course, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at CompMyPod. You can see all of our regular episodes as well as bonus episodes and show notes at CompMyPod.com. We sincerely hope that you had a good time listening. Also, check out the show notes for our uh, outro song that's playing so you can see the source for that it's really cool Uh, big thanks to that poster on YouTube Uh, hope y'all have a fantastic week and remember hell is empty because all the devils are here goodbye bye